Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Do you ever find yourself craving Fisherman's Friend? No. Oh. Not Fisherman's Friend. Uh, Cherry Halls. Oh, God. When I get going on the Cherry Halls. My God. It's like every now and again, like I'm stuffed up right now. It's a good thing you're sitting so close. Yeah. But the, um, I always, I pop a Fisherman's Friend. I have a Cherry Fisherman's Friend in my mouth right now, but you can hardly tell. And... I always feel the same way. It's like, I got to get sick more often <laughs> because I enjoy this. <laughs> I know. Every time you see a new flavor of, you know, Lay's potato chips, yeah. like, I don't need rotisserie chicken chips. Give me some Cherry Hall's chips. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so much to ask? <laughs> some, what is your, like for Hall's, what is your power ranking? Obviously, Cherry is number one. It's really the only one I've had. Really? I don't even venture outside. It was so perfect the first time I had it. I've ne- I don't even want to try another one. I, I think I've maybe had the, like the plain, the original. Uh, yeah, that's, it, it tastes like medicine. It's garbage. Yeah, you got to go lemon. Lemon is delightful. Okay. Yeah, it's like springtime in your mouth. It's, it's at the point, you know what, the worst part of the COVID pandemic was that there was no opportunity to have a Hall's. No. Just because even, <laughs> <Pardon me. laughs> if, even if you had just the slightest of coughs like that yeah, and you wanted to pop a Hall, the second anyone saw a Hall's wrapper, they like, would scatter. This is it. Get this out of here. It. Go home for two weeks. There's patient zero right there. So I haven't been able to enjoy my beloved Hall's for quite some time. Would you ever buy a pack of Hall's and eat them between colds though? Pretty much on road trips. Yeah. It's like pepperoni <laughs> sticks, Slurpees Halls. and Hall's. <laughs> I wonder if there's anybody out there that loves lozenges so much they just eat them year round. What would you, I wonder what people would do if like what's your favorite food and like steak, hamburgers, yeah. halls. halls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you there's somebody that is their favorite food. Like God, what is it about them? I like the flavor. I like the sensation in the throat. Yep. Like I like it all. I bet you there's a freak somewhere who's like uh, Buckley's doesn't taste bad at all. <laughs> like they probably think Buckley's is good. They pour it in their coffee. Oh, I had to go buy Buckley's last night. And again, that's another one of those things that you want to pay discreetly for that at the pharmacy. You don't want to have to walk up and stand in line with seven other people with a bottle of cough medicine in your hand because everybody knows, well, nobody wants to talk to you or be near you like you are right now. Mm-hmm. But that is just sort of, they should have, a, I don't know, maybe they should just have a window in the back alley of the grocery store, or the pharmacy where you can go up and buy embarrassing things. Like yes. Rubber mittens with no thumbs. Yeah, those, <clears throat> those things. Yeah. If the day ever comes where you needed adult diapers. Yes. You don't want to have to buy that in front of people. You That's, should be able to buy that, you know, in the shadows. I'm going to start a chain of grocery stores called Two Towns Over, <laughs> and it will just be discreet drive-up windows that you just pull up. 
Uh, and then we hand you everything in a brown paper bag. So the people in the cars behind you can't see what you're buying. Uh, that's my idea. I'm going to take that to the Dragon's Den. Two towns over. It's good. You could have it lit up. So like uh, if you've ever been on stage mm -hmm. uh, in front of a crowd, it's often lit in a way that you can't see the crowd. Yeah, the lights are shining right in your eyes. So they do that for the pharmacist at two towns over. So they can't even see you in the drive-thru. Yes. I mean, it might not be great when someone decides to pull a gun, but yeah. uh, we'll figure that out. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Are we geniuses? Yeah, I think we've figured out a lot of people's problems right now. Yeah. Do you have a recommendation this week? Because I... I kind of do, but it's only because I got it from you. Oh, okay. Go I, on. I was just going to talk about Mindhunter. <laughs> Go on. Continue talking about how brilliant I am. I started watching Mindhunter on God. Netflix and holy crap. Isn't it phenomenal? I'm two and a half episodes in and I can't wait. As a matter of fact, as soon as I'm done here, I'm going home to binge hard. Now I judge a little bit that you are able to pull the shoot halfway through an episode. I can't do that. I have to, I have to go all the way through no, or not at all. I look at my watch and go, Ooh, eight fifteen. I need to retire to my chambers. Wow. I wish I had that kind mm. of self-control, but I can't it, pull the shoot. It, it's so it's shot so beautifully. It it's is. like a film. Yeah. It's a series about it's fictitious characters playing the real people that developed criminal profiling for the FBI. Yeah, so they interview the most notorious murderers at that time, and it takes place in the late 70s. Yeah, it's, it's 78, 79, somewhere in that neighborhood. So the idea of bringing psychology into crime fighting is really new and foreign, and a lot of people are weirded out by it. Yeah, because they were all about, no, we'll just shoot them. No, you got to figure out what makes these people tick and kind of get in front of it. Yeah, they're just like, no, bad guys are bad. And they're like, well, yes, but why are they bad? And yes. that's what they're trying to figure out. And so like in, in that first season of Mindhunter, which again is like five years old. Yeah, like, it's, it's that old? It's been around for oh, a while. I had no idea. Oh, now I'm embarrassed. Uh, Ed Kemper, who was a real serial killer. That character, I came into work the other morning. I'm like, who was that guy? He was nominated for an Emmy for his role as Ed Kemper in that show because the acting is phenomenal. That that guy, he creeped me out so hard. Oh, I'm yeah. like, who is this? And I go, I'm again, I Clifford Britton maybe is his name. And he's Canadian. He's a Canadian guy that plays the role of Ed Kemper, the serial killer. The way he just casually talks about murdering people and, and the, what he did with the bodies. The gruesome detail he goes yeah. into and it's really well shot. David Fincher mm -hmm. directs, I think, the first couple episodes. He might do the last couple as well, and he does a couple in the second season. What films would we know David Fincher from? Uh, Fight Club would be the biggest. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, but then he also did, like, The Social Network. Uh, okay, I'm familiar with his work then. Gone Girl. Uh, he's done a lot of really good movies. And, and yeah, visually very striking. And he's, he often works with uh, Trent Reznor as well for his music. And that would explain why every episode looks like a movie. It's, yeah, the quality of the visuals is outstanding and it's not gory well it's not overly gory not as gory as you think it would be given that opening scene and i'm not gonna it's an I'm, attention grabber i thought <laughs> what the hell did i just watch <laughs> but yeah, that first one's to get your attention and it's not like they show crime scene photos and some of them are a little bit grisly but it's not really about the glorification of violence it's sort of um I don't know. It's a very dialogue-heavy series. Yes. If you like just a good story, it's fantastic. So it's so depressing because they did that first season and it was acclaimed. And then they did the second season, which is even better. Uh, but David Fincher, who came from, originally he started making music videos and then did feature films. And I think this is his first real TV work. And I think the, the amount of work it takes to do that show is too much. 
And so oh. they haven't done a third season yet. They're all waiting on him. And oh. he said he just needed a break from Mindhunter. So they haven't done it in a few years. So that's my total recommendation. Bryce had nothing to do with that. <laughs> but everybody go watch Mindhunter on Netflix. My God. I'll, it's not a spoiler. Well, maybe it is. No, it's not. Mm. Maybe it is. Don't but, say anything. But like one of the criminals they interview in the second season and just how interesting that was. Okay. Is it somebody I'm a... I'm familiar with their work. Charles Manson. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the guy who plays that guy, like, it was really good. It's just, that's a great series. I wish there were more seasons. There's only two. What have you got? Uh, I've just started a new show. Well, it's not a new show. It's two years old. God, I'm so behind. Uh, But I found it on Apple TV. I was looking for just a miniseries to watch, and it's called Defending Jacob. Okay. So it's on Apple Plus. It stars Captain America. Oh, uh, Chris Evans stars in it, and he plays this um, this kind of hotshot lawyer, this DA in Massachusetts, and he's living the sweet life. He's got the wife and the kid, and life is just so breezy for him. And then uh, all of a sudden, one day out of nowhere, his kid is accused of murdering a classmate at school. Oh. And so, like, all these people he works with are now actively trying to get his son thrown into prison and prove that he murdered it. He's obviously convinced his son didn't do it, so he's trying to prove his innocence. And it's a a drama. Okay. (laughs) Not a lot of laughs. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's only about eight episodes or so. Is it one of those ones that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and I'm going to have to sit around and wait for another season? I think so. I think it was a one and done. It was, that's, I think it was from 2020. Like It was a couple years old. That's what they call a limited series, right? Yes. I need more limited series. That's all I want to watch now is limited series. Like this mass or murder, the one I just talked about. Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Yeah. I'm a little worried about it because there's no end to it in sight, right? They definitely, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, but I want more. Because it's so well done. Okay. Uh, this one, I will say the only thing against it, and it's a weird criticism, is I feel like Chris Evans, he's good in it and he's a good actor, but he's almost, how do I say this politely? He's almost too handsome for the part he's playing. Oh. Where I'm like, I don't quite believe, and I shouldn't, because handsome people can do things too. Believe me, I'm an example. You are the living, breathing <laughs> example of how handsome can take you right to the top. Yeah. Yeah. But just him in this role as this particular lawyer and this thing, I'm just like, he's too handsome for this. Mm. He's too distractingly good looking. Give us the name again. Defending Jacob. Defending Jacob. Yeah. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! I feel like my entire life is just a series of me trying things that I thought I was going to be super good at, but yet... You know, minutes into attempting that thing, I've just shamed myself and my family for generations. Yeah, my batting average of trying something new and being good at it, uh, it's not good. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Uh, This was quite a while ago. It's when I was living in, there's a dusty town about three hours down the highway called Calgary. Never heard of it. I lived there for 10 years, and that's when I decided I'm going to learn to snowboard. But it's one of those things that I kind of regret even because it ruined me as a skier. I lost my nerve on my skis after bailing and crashing so hard on a snowboard. And it just got me thinking about those things you think you're going to be really, really good at, but it turns out you suck at it. Mm. And I can, I'm going to own that one. I suck at snowboarding. I was terrible at it. Okay. So I want to talk, I mean, there's nothing you suck at. 
So no, of course not. That'd be you probably silly. can't take part in this conversation. No, <laughs> I'm the exception that proves the I rule. know. Uh, but Aaron texted and said, hey, I thought I'd be good at downhill mountain biking. I should have rented or borrowed a downhill bike before I spent thousands of dollars on one, only to realize I don't have the nerve for that. Anyone want a good deal on a $5,500 bike? Oh. Ooh, $5,500 bike. Mm-hmm. Aaron, Ooh, you should have spicy. borrowed one. Although I don't, I get the feeling people don't want to lend out their downhill bikes. I don't know. How about you? Anything that you've tried, you thought, oh man, I'm going to be so good at this. And then just abject failure that shames your family for generations. I know every now and again, I get that impulse where I'm like, you know what? I should swim a lot more. What mm. great exercise. Then uh, you start swimming and you're like, man, I am not good at this. <laughs> it's Swimming's hard. Like yes. you, you look at people who swim every day for exercise, like they go to the pool before they go to work in the morning or school or something. Those are the most physically fit people you will ever meet. But because that is to swing a, swim a length of a swimming pool, like you think that's going to be easy. It's not. No, physically it's hard. And then yeah. technically swimming, you know, it is a sport. It yeah. is a precise sport. And it is, you can't just hop in a pool and expect to be good at it. No. How about you? Get in touch with the show. 10029. Um, you can call the show too at 780-423-1029. The one thing I don't want to hear this morning is people going, Garn, you gotta get back on that snowboard. No, I'm over it. Golf's another good one. Golf. You spend loads Golf. of money on clubs and green fees and driving yes. ranges only to top the ball and have it go four yards. Oh. Doesn't have to be a sport. It can be anything. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I would like to be a lot better at barbecuing. Yes. You know, you spend the money on barbecue and propane and all the accessories and the meat and the food. And and then you get a nice steak and you go out there and I overcook it probably 80% of the time. I am, You know what? I do all the barbecuing at my house and I'm terrible at it. Like, I have no clue what I'm doing. No earthly idea. I'm okay at chicken breasts, yeah. but any kind of... Especially steak, because it keeps cooking after you take it off the grill, and I just oh. can't wrap my brain around. I'm just bad at it. Okay, so there's one thing Bryce sucks at, barbecuing. That's what we're discussing on the show today, the things you thought you'd just be really, really good at, and then, whew, turns out it's the exact opposite. Uh, for me, it was snowboarding. I also think back to just a few years ago. I decided I'm going to start playing volleyball again, because I played volleyball all through high school, uh, even into adulthood when I was working in Saskatoon, I played in a recreational volleyball league. I always enjoyed it. It's a great sport. But then it was probably three or four years ago, I started going on Friday nights to this volleyball thing. And I was a disaster. I would get home and it'd be like I could barely walk up the stairs, like from diving on the floor, trying to spike balls back at the other person's head. Very humbling. I was very aggressive, way too aggressive for a guy of my limited volleyball skill. And I paid the price for it dearly. I shamed myself right out of that gym. Uh, somebody said, I thought I'd be really good at rock climbing, but it turns out I'm afraid to let go of the wall once I reach the top and I have to do the climb of shame back down. Ooh, the climb of shame. Yeah, everybody's watching the climb of shame too. The rock climbing climb of shame is second only to the water slide mm. climb down of shame. I would say that the rock climbing climb of shame, well, you got a bigger audience at a water park. There's that. But if you're at a climbing wall, 
The thing about climbing, too, is that you've got that weird harness on and you're sort of bulging out in weird spots. So you got that going on as you come down, too. The key is to fake an injury. Yeah. Oh, God, my rotator cuff. Oh, anybody else rotator cuffs, am I right? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, oh, this one. See? Okay, this one I laughed at. I'm a chef. I can't cook rice. 15 years in the industry and I have to ask my husband who is a logger to make rice at dinner Shelby uh, I'm good at rice a chef and can't do rice yeah why do our brains work that way I don't know holy crap the one though like the one that stands out so far for me a lot of these were about sports that's how we started no I suck at snowboarding that's the other thing uh, and I thought I would be good at it but the person who said <laughs> I went to university for five years to become a teacher. I didn't even last one school year before I left the profession. I did not enjoy it. And I can look back now and realize I was not a good teacher. Wow. I work a mindless office job now. I don't enjoy it, but I'm better at that than teaching. At least you can admit it. Didn't we have somebody on one day who, I think it was a woman who said she went to law school, like became a lawyer and then was like, oh, this is not for me. You would think that somewhere along the path, the journey, as you go through law school, you would realize that uh, filing briefs and torts and all those other lawyery things, that you would realize that maybe that's not the thing for you. Yeah, that takes but a few years of schooling. Just a few. Uh, oh, this one too, because this one's expensive and funny because it's expensive. I grew up as a flatlander in Winnipeg, then moved to Alberta and bought a brand new high-end Polaris mountain snowmobile and all the gear. About $15,000 worth. I went to Valmont with some friends once. All I did was get stuck and annoy <laughs> everyone I rode with. In the 15 years I had it, I rode it a total of 350 miles. And then I gave it away to a buddy of mine, Glenn. Wow, is 350 miles a lot or... Probably not in the grand scheme of things. No. Keep, the, keep these coming. That's an expensive lesson. It sure is. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow. Uh, somebody said things I thought I would be good at, but I sucked riding the bull at Cook County. I tried riding a mechanical bull, too. I don't know, seven or eight years ago. We had a staff thing over at Union Hall, and they had a, they had a mechanical bull in there. I just assumed I'd be good on that, too. Went flying across the room like one second in. I was not good at that one bit. Uh, how about you? Hi, Sonic. I really suck at fishing, mm. but I love going fishing. Now, is that one of those things? Do you spend lots of money on fishing, or is it a cheap sport? Well, <laughs> I got two fishing rods. I, uh... I got a whole bunch of lures, and then I just bought a new fishing tackle box. And this past summer, my girlfriend bought a boat, a motorboat. Oh. I'm thinking, you know, from a boat, I should be able to catch a fish. No. But you still continue to go? Yeah, yeah, just to get away from it. And no cell phone reception, you know? So, does, does your girlfriend fish, or did she buy a boat because she wanted to support you and your hobby? She likes fishing, too, so... Okay. She's a better fisher than me. She catches more than you do? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm secure enough in my manhood. I, uh, I'll i start the fire, and, and she'll she'll get the fish. Yeah, see, I always think I'd love to get into fishing, but the minute I had to cut that thing open, I would just barf all over the fish, and I'd ruin it. 
then, <laughs> then we'd have to order Skip the Dishes. And I don't think Skip the Dishes orders or delivers into the wilderness. So therefore, I'll never be into fishing. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, not sure if this counts, but I bought myself a cricket, which is a craft machine. You can do stickers, t-shirts. Okay, not the annoying bug? No. Okay. Bought myself a cricket as a gift after we sold our condo last year. I'm so intimidated by the prospect of sucking, I haven't even opened the box. (laughs) $400 dust collector. Uh, I often look at the crickets too and I'm like, I'm going to get a cricket. I'm going to get one and I'm going to make cool coffee mugs for all my friends. But I have that same fear. Uh, Tear that thing open this weekend and if you suck at it, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. That's my fear with drones. Part of me thinks it'd be cool to have like a drone and fly that thing around and get good at being a drone guy. Yeah. But then I'm like, what if I nail a tree within what if five I minutes. fly it into the sun what if i fly it into the path of an oncoming plane yeah and all of a sudden i'm arrested uh-huh that'd be no good uh do you have the backcountry one? Oh, it says hey garner and bryce turns out i'm terrified of backcountry hiking slash camping bought about six hundred dollars worth of lightweight camping gear <laughs> went to banff and lasted about four kilometers on the trail before turning back because I was scared of being attacked by a bear. Okay, that's very real. I get that. Yeah, $600 deep into that mistake. We had the person on earlier who, um, what did they, they spent $5,500 on a downhill mountain bike thinking that they were going to be a downhill mountain bike guy and uh, couldn't get the nerve up to go down the hill. That's a crazy sport, though. And you should probably rent a downhill bike or maybe borrow one before you do it. What we should start is a place where you can try these expensive things mm-hmm. in a very discreet setting. Yes. Like downhill uh, biking, mountain biking, or even skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. Like, don't go to Banff and yeah. learn to ski. Don't get choppered into the mountains. Come to Uncle Bryce's shame warehouse. Yes. Test it out there. Uncle Bryce's <laughs> shame school. The only thing would be the only thing that would be a shame is if you didn't come to shame school. Oh, like oh, you want to be a paintball guy? Why don't you come to Uncle Bryce's shame school and see if you really like paintball first? Uh, here's another teacher. I'm a teacher. I'm horrible at writing in a straight line on the whiteboard, and the cherry on top <laughs> is that my printing is not good. That's oh. that's high pressure. When you're a when you're a teacher. Everyone expects that you're going to have exceptional printing. And when you step up to that whiteboard for the first time and your printing looks like the printing of someone trying to write, help me, as they're falling down a flight of stairs, that's rough. You know what? Glass half full. I think you're doing kids a better service by having horrible printing as a teacher. Because you're setting them up for, in the future, when you become an adult and you leave school, all you see is horrific handwriting everywhere. Yeah. So you're better suited for the real world that way, I think. Okay. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, I thought I'd be awesome at backcountry skiing. I'm good at skiing, good at hiking. Great way to save money on all those expensive lift tickets. I bought very expensive touring skis, bindings, boots, avalanche gear. Took the avalanche safety course. Went out hated every second of it thousands of dollars to realize i like chairlifts yeah i that's the thing about skiing is that whether it's cross-country skiing or backcountry skiing you don't realize until you're out there doing that that you you go oh my god the part i hate most about skiing is the part where you have to walk uphill it's a very expensive lesson uh how about you go ahead hi we're talking about 
stuff we suck at. Yeah, you thought you'd be good at it, but turns out you really weren't. Yeah, well, I have a lot to pick from, but the, the most recent probably is this summer I paid a professional to analyze my gait and give me a plan to start running. Mm-hmm. Gait, as in G-A-I-T, that's your stride. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was real, real keen about not, not injuring myself, you know, doing it right. So the, the, first, the first step was doing intervals, one minute of running, one minute of walking. So I set out on my first interval run and four minutes in, tripped on something, laid myself out and needed stitches. And that was it. I've never looked back. I'm not running anymore. <laughs> yeah. Did you spend I a lot of money? Control. Like, I've noticed now, too, when people start running, they just never start running. They go, they buy all, they have to have that special jacket. They have to have the water bottle belt. They have to have the $300 shoes. Did you go all in? No, 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 no. I, I was a little worried that it wasn't going to be for me, so I was, I was holding off on, on sinking everything into it, but yeah, um, yeah my knees are, are wrecked. Okay, thank you, Nicole. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Jess says, I took fencing lessons with my mom when I was 19. She kicked my ass. That was a dose of humility. <laughs> when your mom's better at sword fighting than you? Yeah, that'll knock you down a peg or two. Did she mention that her mom was 87 years old at the time? <laughs> oh, uh, Kyla said, I thought it'd be completely amazing at hockey because I was competitive and a really good skater. Nine years of figure skating. I bought all the equipment, joined a ladies team, stepped onto the ice, and was immediately terrible. I got checked once and was sent flying. As I lay there, utterly humbled on the ice, I was done. I was in West Edmonton Mall yesterday, and there were a lot of uh, people out for figure skating practice. Oh, yeah. And that seems like a really hard sport. And to be learning it in such a very public forum. Oh, yeah. You try and land a triple axle in West Edmonton Mall, and you maybe only pull off a half an axle. There's going to be a lot of people who won't be able to make eye contact with you. Yeah, all of a sudden, these people standing in line for Tim Hortons or whatever, looking (laughs) over the ledge, are laughing at you. Uh. Ugh. Uh, two notes for you guys. You were, oh. uh, you were talking about what? You were talking about number one. My wife has thong G strings. Oh, I know what this is about. Okay, that piece of clothing that you just can't break up with. Mm-hmm. You just keep wearing it and wear. My wife has thong G strings that she's had since she was nineteen. She's thirty-five now. Ooh. There's nothing left but the string part. She still wears them because she cannot find any underwear that are comfortable for her. I think she should look harder. She probably should. Uh, second thing, last year, want to know what I did? I decided I'm 40 years old. I'm going to start BMX again. Oh, this should no. be fun. I lost it about a week or so. I lasted about a week or so. This must be touched to speech. I lasted about a week or so. Needless to say, I have a brand new $1,200 BMX bike that I need to sell. AJ. Perfect. Yeah. Someone said, I thought I'd be good at painting since I'm good at drawing and rather artistic in general. Turns out I'm garbage and hate painting. (laughs) (laughs) That's the feeling you want art to give you. 
Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.